0: This episode of Facing Tomorrow has a very special guest, my daughter. She has completed this episode titled, Lessons of Life, the Effects of Suicide, for a school project. I am so proud of her for jumping in and using her voice for love and strength. Enjoy! Everyone is at a different level in their emotional journey. Some have suffered more than others, but that doesn't stand to mean that we can't be there for them. No matter the difference in what you have suffered and what loss you have experienced, we all find ourselves thinking the same thing even then. I should have done something better. I should have been better. If I had only paid attention, if only, if only I should have, I could have. The fact is, we couldn't have. We're not time travelers, and what has happened in the past has happened, and what is going to happen in the future will happen. We cannot alter what we did, even if the suffering of our loss was great. We did all that we could for that family member or that friend. Even though it may seem like we didn't do enough, we were making the world of that person, but their life sadly came to a sudden end. I have my mother here to share her part. She lost her brother, or my uncle, to suicide just three years ago, after many other losses, but the wound is still fresh for every single one. What was it like losing your brother? It
1: was a pain or a loss that I never, I can't compare to anything else. It's like a part of me is missing.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Do you ever think about him? All the time. Um,
1: There'll be little things that will remind me of him, or there'll be something that I wish I could call him and ask him about, or there'll be times where I feel like something's missing, and he's the piece that's missing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How do you end up, or how did you end up coping with this? Oh, I still am. Mm-hmm. It's an ongoing thing. I don't think it'll never stop. His life ended, but my life keeps going, and it's changed. It'll never be the same. There's times that it's harder than others. Could you ever tell that he was struggling? Yeah, I always knew that he struggled, had a lot of problems, and he didn't share about them completely openly. But at times he did. I just never knew how bad it was. And I knew that he was in pain or that he was hurting. But we had had conversations and talked, and I never thought, or we always had conversations that don't ever do that. And after having other suicide losses in the family and having talks with him, and he had seen how that affected the other people in the family. We always told him, don't you ever do that to us. But I don't think he was thinking about that at the time.
0: I think he mm-hmm. was about ending the pain. And what's a moment of his life and your life with him that you'll always remember that would had been one of the best things? Oh, he was my little
1: brother, so there's lots of them. Um, the time that I let him drive the four-wheeler and we ended up upside down because <laughs> he flipped us over because <laughs> uh, he hit the gas too hard and the times when he was competitive and always had to win games as a kid the way his math brain was unlike any i had ever mm-hmm. met he was the smartest person i knew he could solve any problem i always said that he was the kind of person that had very strong emotions in every direction. So if he was mad, he was really mad. But if he loved you, he really loved you. And if he was happy, he was really happy. Mm -hmm. So he had very extreme emotions. I understand. Him counting money when we went to the farmer's market, (laughs) and he'd be in the back with all his piles of money around him, and he'd be counting all the money when he was like four. Just, I try to
0: remember the good times and the happy memories. From your perspective, how is suicide loss different from another sort of natural loss, um, accidental loss? There's a lot more guilt,
1: I think, that comes along with it for all the people who are left behind. Mm -hmm. The what-ifs, like you said earlier, the I should have. why didn't I notice, why didn't Mm -hmm. I try harder, why didn't I... You could go on and on forever, and it can eat you up. It's different because... It is a sickness. I mean, people who die by suicide are struggling with something. It just isn't cancer. It Mm -hmm. isn't, you know, they're not in the hospital hooked up to machines forever. You don't have a long time to say goodbye. And it's usually unexpected, and so you are taken by shock. And there's a stigma to it that it's a bad thing. So some people don't like to talk about it. But it's hard because sometimes you can see the warning signs coming but like you can't stop it and there's sometimes nothing you could do
0: and you just hope that the time you had with them was good that's right sometimes there is nothing you can do this sort of topic is always hard to talk about and it brings back the pain of your loss and the feeling that you felt when you lost them but this is a good thing the more you think about them, the more you talk about them, the calmer you feel. And it could bring tears to your eyes and make your lips quiver. That happens. But it also helps settle your pain. It helps you realize that the person you lost is no longer in pain. They're not suffering. And they're happy. Happier than they were here. Happier than they'll ever be. So I hope to, I hope to think that. hmm When you think of Eric... What would he say now that he lear- now that you're learning to move on and learning to settle with the fact that he's gone as if you were here, like in this room in front of you, what would he say? What would he ask you?
1: I think he would say he's sorry. More than anything. I think he would say he's sorry for all the pain that he's caused.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: I think he would say that he misses his kids. Um, I think he would ask for forgiveness, and that he wished that he could do it over again, and make a different decision.
0: Mm-hmm. that makes sense. And sometimes it's hard to think about things, because you only remember certain things from their life, you only remember certain things you've heard, and sometimes it's hard to imagine, but it's... Giving into the fact that there's nothing in the world that can bring him back—not the most powerful device, not a time travel machine—but the most important thing is that we learn not to let it, not to let it break us, because suffering and giving into all that pain and hurt can cause mood swings, mental illness, depression, anxiety, relationship breaks, alexemia, or emotional detachment from everyone around you. And being broken or breaking ourselves can also break everyone else around us, breaking our relationships with them. And what we need during this time of loss is our relationships. So we have someone to bring us up, we have someone to find our hope and our happiness, but when we push that away, it just causes greater pain. And we can't cheat ourselves, always pulling ourselves back and forth in different directions So when one person reminds us of that loss, it pulls at our heartstrings and we just push them away. But what we need to do is listen. Use our ears and and follow more of our brain than our heart. Still understand the fact that you've lost them. Understand the fact that they're gone. But don't let that control your life. Don't let that rule over you. So take a moment to think. Are you pushing people away from your life, or are you inviting them in to help after the loss? And do you have a light, or has your candle gone black, has your candle gone out? Do you have someone in your life that you know can bring your hope, can bring your happiness? To stay up to date on the latest from Facing Tomorrow, and for additional information and resources about this topic and more, go to facingtomorrow.com dot org